Each episode of Education with an Edge is meant to create, cultivate, and inspire honest discussion about issues affecting youth. Hosted by author, artist, educator, advocate, and speaker, Jaquel Lane. Hello and welcome. My name is Jaquel Lane, and I am your hostess of Education with an Edge podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things children because we believe that every child matters. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and we believe in inclusivity and diversity in all aspects. I am so very honored and excited to have my guest, Euridia Ibokwe, here with us today, um, who is a Mexican-born immigrant, rights activist, and entrepreneur. Euridia is passionate about women in leadership, working with immigrants globally, and promoting social justice. With 20 years of experience in immigrant proceedings, she has trained legal professionals and developed Chase strategies to defend immigrant rights. Euridia founded the Legal Conversation Show and Top Law Connect to provide guidance and resources in immigrants in Latin America and West Africa. She has also served as marketing director at prominent immigration firms in Omaha and established Lincuna, a language and marketing consultancy. An inspiring speaker, Euridia has shared her expertise at conferences including the Global Women's Forum and Global Leadership African Summit. Committed to cultural bridging, she aims to be a voice for immigrants seeking justice and solutions worldwide. Most recently, Euridia Call founded Entre Amigas podcast, which is the audience of women Latinas, specifically in Spanish speakers, is the only Latina podcast all in Spanish in Nebraska. And now we have a new show called Euridia On Air, that is a bilingual show, Spanish and English uh, provided, and we talk about social justice. And I'm so very grateful to have you here, Euridia. She, I truly, one of the most inspiring women that we know. Um, and before we jump into this, it's going to be, this is actually going to be like a two-part podcast, but this is in celebration of Cinco de Mayo. And so I'm going to get in a little bit to the history of Cinco de Mayo, and then I want you, of course, to chime in and then we'll get into your fascinating questions. But I really wanted this podcast, especially the podcast of yours, to be centered around strong uh, Latin individuals um, so that we can inspire young people to be proud of their culture, proud of where they're from. Um, and that's what we're all about here at Education with an Edge. So um, in case you don't know, now you know, Cinco de Mayo um, is a yearly celebration held on May 5th, which commemorates the anniversary of Mexico's victory over the Second French Empire at the Battle of Puebla in 1862, led by General Ignacio uh, Zaragoza. And so I can't think of a better um, time to like showcase everything that you have done in your life because you're a strong woman and you have um, had amazing leadership skills and have have broken barriers and broken glass ceilings in your own way. So thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Um, I'm even learning stuff too. And I said, well, well. Uh, the only reason that I know so much about Cinco de Mayo is because my sister was born in May 5th. <laughs> That's a good day to be born, right? Yes, and I was born May sixth. Oh, so, so, yeah, so, so you're gonna does that. So the first, but in Mexico, funny, funny thing, we don't really celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Now right. we are. We go to school, right? Like we get the day off, right? <laughs> Not like here, to, like here in America, you know. It's like get a holiday for get off for everything. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, no, no. When I come here, they're like, "Oh yeah, what are you gonna do for the Cinco de Mayo?" And I said, "We're gonna have a party." 
Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. And yeah, but it's my sister's birthday. That's what we're gonna That's have. really why we're having it. That's why we are. That's really why we're Yes. But it's, it's a big celebration here in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger than Mexico. Bigger than Mexico. Yeah. That's, but we're, we're competing right now. So we Mexicans are like, okay, we are embarrassed. Like, they're celebrating more than us. However, I mean, I've been to Mexico and I think every day is a celebration. Every day. Every day. Like, every life day. is like a celebration. Um, if it rains, we celebrate. <laughs> that's right. as you should. That's that's how life should be. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I really wanted this podcast to be centered around. You've done so much for the Latinx community. You've done so much for women in our community. But I think it's important for young people, especially, like to realize to really kind of like delve deep into just like some of the things that come up in life, right? Like some of the things that have come up for you. So like. Um, one of my first questions is, and I know this is kind of like, whoa, but like, what do people misunderstand about you the most, do you think? Um, sometimes I think that when you're too nice, yeah, okay, people think that you're weak, okay? Or, and you are really nice, oh, but just I'm very nice, <laughs> but I'm not dumb, okay? <laughs> so that's one. Yeah. Two, um... Sometimes people think that I'm aggressive mm-hmm. or too strong. Mm-hmm. And what it is is that I'm assertive. Yes. Like I know and that's why I'm vocal. Yes. But it's not because, oh, um, and I think that's the misconception. A lot of women, we, yeah. we get that. So, yeah, those are the things. Yeah, I hope I am. No, you did. <laughs> you absolutely did. Um, And I can totally understand that. And I think that that's interesting in talking with, I think that's something interesting that we don't, or at least I wasn't taught this growing up, like, A, how to be assertive, like, appropriately and professionally, but, like, maybe also know how to, like, set those boundaries and how important those boundaries are. Um, And I think that's very imperative for young people. Yes, especially for young, yes, young, because, like you said, we didn't know. So I think it's our duty like I'm turning forty this weekend. Which you look amazing. Happy birthday. Thank you. And when as older we get, then I say, Oh my God, I wish I knew this when I was eighteen. Right. And because when you know, when people will tell you, Oh, you're too rebel, you're too bossy. No. Yeah. That's not that is not what it is. So don't listen. So I wish more young women, young girls would know, no, don't change for others. Don't don't stop being vocal if that's why you believe that's what needs to be done or don't allow others. Set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yes, basically that's what it is, set boundaries. And yeah, and uh, I'm very proud of this new generation. Yes. I think they're, they're very, very good. And we as old, uh, not that we're too old, right? But <laughs> we're older. <laughs> that's right. It's our duty to share this and not stop being vocal. Because yeah. we need to, I think um, we don't do, we can do better. There's always room for improvement to bring more young, young to the table. Yeah. And sometimes we say, oh, no, they they don't know what they're doing. Well, how will they know? Why, why don't you teach them? Why don't you bring them? We have to listen to the young because we're making decisions for them. Yes. And they're going to have like, to live with them. Yes. It's right. kind of like. The other day I went to like a board meeting and it's like for a woman's center and I was the only woman. Like, are you kidding me? You need right. to bring more women over here. Right. So the same thing, we are creating program for the youth 
but we're not bringing the youth up to the table, we need to do that. Yes, and allowing them to have a say. That's like, I am so glad that you brought that up because so many young people have such fresh new ideas. They've experienced a lot more, honestly, than we had at their age. I mean, they've lived through natural disasters. Yeah, and we need to acknowledge that. We need to stop saying, oh, they're too young. They don't know. No. Like you said, they, they didn't grow up in the same generation we did. They're going fast. Fast with social media, having access to literally, you know, tons of information just at their fingertips that they can grasp at any second. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fascinating. Such a good yeah. point. Such a good we point to make. Um, kind of piggybacking off of that topic, though, too, um, we were talking about... Um, you know, being strong and asserting yourself. Are there any cultural differences um, specifically like within the Latin culture um, that especially in terms of like women, like how they're valued, things like that? Um, yeah, we already got too much, right? <laughs> Even back home, because when I used to, when I was in Mexico, one of the reasons I moved to America was because of freedom. Yeah. Right? Like I said, what? Well, Oh, oh, more, more that women have more opportunities mm-hmm. than in Mexico. Like, for instance, when I was a little girl, I wanted to play more soccer and it was limited. Sure. Well, I wanted to be a police officer and it was like, no, it's um, it's not for a woman. So it was only like, they will say, no, that's for lesbians. So if you want to play soccer, and, then, and they'll say it aloud and they're proud of it. Yeah. And then I said, no, I'm going to go to America. They won the World, the World Cup for yeah. women. You know, and then and then the Statue of Liberty is a woman, you know, so I want to go to America and then I come to America and then I then I realize you realize, you know, um, then I say, oh, my God, you know, as a woman, you can learn so many languages. You can speak seven languages. Yes. But you don't know how to say no. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, what kind of nonsense is that? <laughs> this is powerful. Are we writing this down? Are we oh, like, I hope powerful? so. I should put that in my book, right? <laughs> I was going to say, you need to put that in your book. You come to America, you can speak seven different languages where you don't know how to say That's no. a woman problem. <laughs> so we need to stop saying, say yes to no. People pleasing, right? Yes, people, people like pleasing society. everybody. Society is telling to do us. So we need to support more women. We need to support, stop you know, criticizing because sometimes you, when you are being vocal, yes, sometimes the biggest critics are either yourself or other women, right? Yes, they will say, "Oh, who does she think she is? Like, mm-hmm. what is going? On? Like, stop doing that, woman. We need to support. Like, yes, yeah, look at that girl. Yes, exactly. you go, girl. We need that. Yeah. Building each other up as opposed to tearing. Yes, and then we need to do that at a very young age. Very young age. And yes. when when we're pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> when we're right. Like, be nice to each other. Have yes. each other's back 100%. Yes. yes. Because you and I have talked about that, like surrounding yourself with a core network of individuals that like lift you up. Because yes. I see you doing things. I see you out there in the community. I see you talking. I see you getting on panels and things like that. And that makes me think to myself, oh my gosh, not, a, not only am I so proud of my friend, Right. But that makes me want to like and we, make and the best gifts out of what like has been given to me. Right. Like yes. make the most out of out of it. Find more women like that. That's what we created in Tramigas. Yeah. So tell us. Yes. So tell us. Tell us about in, in Tramigas. So Tramigas is a private group shot in Facebook. Okay. Okay. So six of us got together and we're like, 
everything is in English and we all speak English, but um, as an interpreter and owner of interpretation company, I understand that you so many things get lost in translations or you don't even, well, your native language is the one from your heart, right? your mother's language. So I always tell people, it's kind of like, it doesn't matter how fluent you are in English, when you pray, you want to pray in your native language because yeah. that one goes to your heart. You know, English goes to my head, uh-huh. Spanish goes to my heart. So we said we need a support group. And because of COVID and everything, it's more accessible to do online stuff because we're too busy, right, for ourselves. Right. So we created this group chat with six girls. And then in 24 hours, we got over 1,000 members. And it's just invitation only, invitation only. And we decided we're going to create one group chat just for us. And we all use Facebook. And we're gonna and we're gonna do it. It's gonna be only for women, and we're gonna do it only in Spanish. So if you want to practice your Spanish or listen to more Spanish, you you can join that. The only qualification is to be a woman, or to be identified as a woman. And we're getting a lot of fire on that because there's some men that wants to join in. I say, go. Oh, there's two men. There's like one group, and there's like millions of it. <laughs> Let us be us. Yeah. Hopefully we don't get a loss to do anything like that. But that's <laughs> what it is so far. And so what we do, we talk about women's, and we ask the, the ladies, hey, what, what do you guys want to listen? And they say, we want to talk about domestic abuse. Or we want to talk about mental health. That's the majority. And then uh, we want to talk about fashion tips. Yeah. We want to talk about recipes. We want to talk about, so we, we basically only talk and invite whoever the audience says they want. I do like the polling questions and I say, hey, we're going to be at Colleges on Marion because this place is an all-woman college. Yes. And then they have a place for single moms. Yes. And so so we want to everybody to know you have an opportunity. Yeah. You don't have, you don't speak English, Don't no problem. They're, you're a human being. Okay, that's all you need to be. And, and then if you're a woman, we know there's the limitation, but... Here are some support, you know, group centers. So we basically encourage one uh, one another. Like what? If I know about legal, I'll refer you to some legal. My other friend, she's a makeup artist. She's the one that does all the, you know, like the makeup stuff and makeovers. So yeah. we all share because we don't. It takes a village. Yeah, right? it, it does. takes a village. So we, I'm proud of that, and we we just turned one year. Uh, this month, yeah. Congratulations. So we hopefully we we're only on Facebook, but we are gonna take it now to uh, podcasts and stuff like that. As yeah, you <laughs> it's an amazing concept. So everybody can listen. Yeah, it's an amazing concept, and I love the fellowship that you've created. I love the community that you've created, mm-hmm. and it truly is empowering because you're assisting um, other women with their businesses, with leveling up, whether it's them wanting to finish their degree or yes. learn another language or it's it's phenomenal. All the barriers, like for instance, one of the ladies, she was telling me, look, I want to be part of the community, but it's not being inclusive because I don't speak English. And that's when I started to well, call Lingua Academy because we make room for you. Right. If there's a conference that it's only in English and you want it in Spanish, we can provide an interpreter. Don't allow, don't don't feel less because you don't speak English. It takes time to learn a language. Yeah. Okay. So I always tell people, imagine you go to France 
and you want to go to a tour, but you don't speak French. Does that mean you're going to feel, are you going to be less? No. 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 It's I would just totally lost, by the way. I was, I was. <laughs> I went to France, and I only said, wee, wee. That's like, you know, but I'm, I'm glad I learned Spanish. <laughs> I know Spanish, but I mean, body language. What I'm Absolutely. saying is that it's not perfect, but it's good enough. Yeah. Just be there. Don't allow, don't tell yourself, I'm a woman, I can't do that. I'm too old. I speak English. Blah blah. Just stop. Stop, stop it's doing that. Negative talk. Yes. In the back. And which... when you have more girls around you that you, because representation matters. Oh, when you see other girls doing like, look at you. <laughs> like I want to be like Jacquel. <laughs> I want to be like yo, yeah. So that's what it, and that's why I did the Juridi on air too, because we won in English. Yes. And then we won in Spanish. That's and so big. that's what we do, which you're going to be there. Because, yes. yes. you know, you have to be there. Yes. And and we talk, that one is more about social justice in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. So we talk about politics, we talk about like finance, we talk about education, we talk about everyone. And the majority of the audience are immigrants. Yeah, because uh, we come from different country, and we're like, well, this is home now. So what we're gonna yeah. do? Yeah. Uh, we want to set, you know, our roots in here. Yeah. And so how we, we don't know how to get involved in the community. Right. And sometimes we feel excluded mm-hmm. because no one comes to us. And I told my people, hey, you gotta go. Do you think I got in that panel because someone invited me? I went there and told them, I told them, and that's yeah. when they told you me, made oh, you're too strong because you're too, you know, what's the other word? Aggressive. And I said, I know what I am. That's right. No, and, and there's no such thing because I think the thing that's the best about you is that you have such a light um, in your heart. Like you have such a passion for what you do, for the individuals that you help. And I'm going to go back to like, the social justice issues because you are very, very passionate about assisting assisting immigrants to this country. Yeah. And you've done a lot to help individuals get their green cards and get citizenship and things like that. Um, I have a very dear friend. Her mother just became a citizen and it's just like the most beautiful, oh, like mm-hmm. meaningful thing. Um, I don't think that a lot of people, especially individuals that are born in this country realize like what a process that is i mean um, and and how will they know exactly immigration is not hunting them right right (laughs) right how would you know the the probably the only experience that you have is like when you get a passport yeah and then and it is so easy but Yes, and, I'm and like, I think when you're down the way, and I'm like, that's fine, I'll stay. <laughs> I'm good. I was in Cabo, and like, I'm like, oh, it's all good. It's all good. It's beautiful. It's a big blessing to become a U.S. citizen. Yes, I live in many countries, and I'm and I'm here because I think it's the best. But we, we it's so hard. I've yes. done Canadian immigration, British, Mexican, American immigration. Lovely. It's painful expensive is it's basically like a show that how how to not approve you (laughs) (laughs) how to get how to not get approved (laughs) oh my god yes but yeah but i wish more people will be more aware of that and saying like um how difficult it is because it's not easy to be an immigrant. It's not easy. Even if you come here legally, it's a process. I mean, they ask you for your fingerprint. Medical exam, they know everything about you. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, it's... And here's the thing about us. We don't care. 
that we're going to do it because that's how much we want to be here, you know. But um, I think it's important to have diversity. Like, why not? Don't you want to learn this? I love this country because we have so much diversity and we don't appreciate it. Why we're not speaking more languages in here? Why we're not having more, you know, cultures event? I don't you, I don't have that in Mexico. Uh-huh. I don't. The same thing, you know. I mean, yeah. it's beautiful, but in here, you get to taste Africa. You get to taste, you know, Chinese, Italian. It's diversity is beautiful. beautiful, and you don't even have to travel outside to learn about it. It's here, right. here, and Omaha has a lot of that. You know what I just find out? Yes, we do. There's 87 languages yes. in Omaha, Nebraska. 80. Seven. Well, Nebraska, sorry. Yeah. Not yeah. just Omaha. Yeah. Yeah. That's and the biggest class, and the only reason because I have the translation company, the yeah. biggest, and the biggest demand is in Northeast Omaha. Yeah. You would think it was, you uh-huh. know, South Omaha yeah. was Northeast. Yeah. That's the biggest demand. And the largest are Spanish, obviously. The second one is Vietnamese. I, Okay. Okay. Didn't that, know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vietnamese. Yes. Somali. I actually wish I would have wrote it down. Karem. Uh-huh. And then from Afghanistan, we have different dialects. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh my God, I, I love immigrants it's because they bring so yes. much diversity. Yes. And they bring the best. Yes. They actually bring the best. Yes. So I encourage people to explore other cultures. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, and I think it's so good to expose young people too to as yes. many cultural experience don't feel ashamed yeah and don't yes don't don't feel ashamed why would you feel i mean you're multilingual you're multicultural yeah, yeah be proud of that it's, there's no shame on that that was always my favorite well because i was an esl teacher and then but when i was just in the mainstream classroom i had several students that had immigrated here and their appreciation for a free education would have broke your heart like it's those were free. The, <laughs> right i mean and I would even have them speak to my class because, um, and, you know, just to put it out there, I guess, but, like, I think that we in America have, like, grown accustomed or in, uh, entitled, you know, to, like, oh, we have to go to school. Like, this is, you know, like, some, not not all, but some, mm-hmm. right? And my young, my, my students that, you know, they were so very grateful for a, a lunch and a safe place to do their work where they were learning and it was a just, safe place yeah. yeah a safe place it just was totally a perspective shift for me and and for their classmates too like I would have mm-hmm. them sometimes present um as long as they were okay with it like mm-hmm. um you know on what they had been through to come here mm-hmm. on everything that they'd been through and it was absolutely heartbreaking and yeah. every you know there wouldn't like be a dry eye in the classroom because you know it's like nobody knew um that that that's you know what what they all these things that they had gone through to come here um it, it just totally different perspective in yes. that case as opposed to like i have to do this it's like no we get to you get to go to school you get to you know so yeah i've been learning a lot because a lot of uh cultures we come from um in psychology they call it like a group yes and America is more like individuals. Yeah. Which I think both combined is the perfect. The, yeah. You know, it's the perfect combination because you do want to have a community, yeah. but you also want to have your own identity. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing. America does a great job with that. Yeah. 
you know we have like fences <laughs> which is boundaries yeah. you know yeah which i i i always said you know what i like i like this about america has a lot of stuff and mexico too but when you bring the best of that that's why diversity comes bring the best and use it for your own well-being yeah. you know like you want to have that in the realistic idea saying there's it's not i'm not being selfish i'm just yeah. taking care of myself so i can take care of others and also don't need to be alone i can be part of my community as well yeah. so i i think it's it's when you're a student in school i mean when you're a student yeah sometimes you don't want to share information because you feel shame you know and and, and we need to stop yeah. saying that we yeah. need to tell them you know there's there was a time even saying that we're Mexican was like, well, I don't even want to say it. Or we're not going to speak Spanish, you know. And I'm glad that we're switching and saying, no, it's okay to embrace the culture, Absolutely. you know. But like I'm telling you, we're but it's diff- taken a while. It's taken a while, but don't focus on the bad, Mm-mm. you know, focus on the good. Yes. Focus on the good. The and be surrounded, yes, be surrounded with people. By people who- that lift you up. Yep. Yeah. Because you can change the world. I'm not gonna try to do that. It's too much work for me. <laughs> you are changing the world. You are changing the world. Yes, you are. Um, kind of going back to childhood, uh, like young people. I I want to know what is like one favorite childhood memory growing up in Mexico. Every time, so from my mom family, they are. The majority of my my fa- mom family are fishers. Yeah. So they grew up more by like the fisherman town, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And then my dad's side is more like farmers and ranchers. I love So I, I was born and raised in the city, but every weekend we would go. Fisherman. Oh, I'm a cowgirl fisherman. <laughs> like I know where <laughs> the fishes are. <laughs> I, I wrestle with the alligators. <laughs> I always tell people like... Oh, I love America because when you come and you learn how to swim, they take you to a swimming pool. I was at the canal, at the river, at the beach, you know, and my professor was a dog. <laughs> I love it. And then I, and so I had, how do you learn how to swim fast? When, when they tell you there's an alligator chasing you, you're going to swim fast. That's your motivation. But that's what that was my childhood. And I'm not kidding. Like, I used to climb trees. And as soon as you go fishing, I'll go with my uncle, four o'clock in the morning, and they had the dolphins, and then, you know, we play with them, and then the little alligators when they were tiny, okay? <laughs> Not the big ones. I don't play with that. <laughs> you don't? No, no, you respect, you respect, no hell. Pet? No. <laughs> There's no such thing as pet over there. No, no, everything is wild. You, yeah. you learn that. I my childhood was beautiful because I explored a lot in the nature. Yes, and I learned how to respect nature. You and the circle of life. The circle of life. So if you want to learn about anything in life, pay attention to nature. So that was my childhood. Every weekend, every holiday, every Christmas, everything we'll go to the ranch. And then that was my, I never saw my parents. I was everywhere. Like, it's a small town. They know where I am. (laughs) Well, and also the mentality of like, it takes a village to raise a child. Yes. Right. So like, that is one thing that I've noticed in my travel is like very much so in Latin cultures. That is just, you watch out for everyone. Yes. Yes. Everybody's children. I remember um, if I can go eat at any place, if they're having dinner, they'll say, hey, come and eat. 
Yeah. I never had an invitation. There was no phone or TV. <laughs> well, we have one phone for the whole town. <laughs> That's something. And then, so, um, if if they see a boy trying to chase me or something, yeah. if the whole village will like, no, that's Jolie's daughter. Like, stay away from her. So it was kind of, it tastes a village. That one I do miss. I, yeah, I when I came it. here, it don't. no, everybody's on their own. And they look the other way and they say, that's not my problem. And I don't think, no, it, it's nice to have a community, a positive community, because there's also gossip. Too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, with one phone, you know. With one phone, like, But we're doing good. We have, yeah. like, neighborhood associations. That's We have a... Uh, Net store app. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. So we do have our own little we do have our own community. Yeah. 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 No, that's that's so fascinating. You bring up like so many amazing amazing points, just n- not about how beautiful the culture is, but the community um as well. Uh this is a toughie and you can totally be like, what are you talking about? I've never okay. I've never experienced failure. <laughs> but what is your biggest failure? And what did you learn from that experience? And I only ask this question because, as you know, there's a lot of young people that will look at somebody like you who's as successful and accomplished and is doing your thing and is a strong, empowered woman. And they say, she doesn't know anything about my life. Like, she doesn't know. She has never, you know, quote unquote, like been through what I've been through. So that's the only reason. I think the failing... Thank you for explaining because I was like, what? I have a lot of failure. So I'm not ashamed. I'm, I'm not ashamed of that. I think the failure is think that you're not going to fail. Yes. You know, because I, um, I, we all, especially women, we want perfection. We, you know, we want to control everything. And there's things that I'm learning that. I don't have control. I don't have power. And now I don't care. That's right. <laughs> and society plays into that, right? Yes. Society plays into, you know, having to be perfect and have everything in order and, you know, kind of a more of a matriarchal, like they're the ones that handle everything yeah. and they have to be a certain way. Yeah. Um, and so that's difficult too it, when that's expected. That's that perfection is expected. Yeah, this is the expectations, mm-hmm. yes. I think we put too much high expectation and we're not being realistic. Yes. And I think that was like, if we say failure, it's like, no, I failed putting more realistic, yeah. you know, uh, expectations, more realistic. And it's so, I always tell people, and I always just make like, look, you will fail, yes. okay? You will fail, because that makes you a human. You're yes. not in the planet of perfection. Hell. You were meant to come and if and you're gonna fail and that's gonna be a lesson for you and maybe you will fail again okay <laughs> but you're gonna learn but you're gonna learn something you don't learn okay sometimes you don't learn and it's okay if you're happy with that i see some friend that is like hey uh you know what if that makes you happy i'm okay with that if you see this if the ceiling is red blue whatever i see red you know, pink, uh, but you see red, I'm okay with that. There's, I'm not going to fight. There's a meme that I, I'm going to send it to you, but it's like, you know, when I make a mistake, I like to do it five, six times <laughs> before, like, I get, you know, like, that's how Just to make sure. Just to make sure. I remember my friend, uh, my friend, she will say we went to college together, and I say, girl, 
don't cross the street because there's a dog and he already bite me. So don't do it. And she's, I want to feel it. I want to feel that bite. And I said, okay, okay, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, if you want to experience it, you want to feel the pain, fine. Go yeah. for it. And that's, that's, that's the, don't feel bad if you're going to fail. You will fail. Yes. And you know what? We parents, we put a lot of pressure on our, our children. children. Yes. Like, my my daughter, she's in college right now, and she's like, oh, and I got it. And I said, look, you only need a C. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So I want you an A. Shoot for an A, sure. obviously. Yeah. But if you get a C, it's not the end of the world. Just don't make sure you don't get it every day. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. C's get a degree. <laughs> get degrees. I, I couldn't agree more. And you're right. Yeah, the, the whole idea of, I love what you said about the problem with, failure is that we have to expect to fail like it's already gonna it's happen. okay because it limits you completely limits you if you're walking through life and and you're trying to do everything perfect because you because that is is not gonna happen yeah like it's every successful story every successful business every successful um marriage relationship yes had more than one more than one failure failure yes yeah Absolutely. You need, it's, a, it's a recipe for success. Yes. So, yeah, that's my failure. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No. Um, what's the best compliment you've ever gotten? And this has a following question. When my children tell me I'm a good mommy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that always gets me. And you have three girls, and they're oh, all great. fabulous. Yes. Better give them a shout out. They're going to be... Victoria. <laughs> she's in New York. Yes, and she's at the... Uh, FIT, Fashion Institute Technology. Fabulous. Yeah, so, yeah. and Victoria. And then Gabby, yeah. she's the little one. Oh, my God, she's something. I, wa- I wonder where she got that from. She's yeah. 10. And then Isabella, oh, the sweetheart. You know her. Oh, my God, I love Isabella. She's 12. And she's all about, like, justice. Yeah. I, I learned so, learn from my children. And equality. Yeah. Yes, equality. Mm. Yes, yes. Yeah. She always the mom, no. Except for what's right. Yes, Gabby did not, no. Don't allow Gabby to get away with it. This is not right. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, arguing her case in the future. Oh, yeah. The, my children, they're my they're my boss. They, yeah. they, I love them. And I learn so much from them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's powerful, intergenerational. Like, yes. Very much so. Um, what's the, what's an insult that you've received that you're proud of? I'm too loud. <laughs> oh, people never say that about me. <laughs> what? I, no, it's, you know, there's like, for Latinas especially, yeah. they're like, oh, you're so fierce, you sexy, you beautiful, oh, loud. Yeah, um, and I say yes. So it's an insult, but I love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Yeah, and we women is loud and proud. I loud and proud. That... Such a hard worker, and I'm like, oh my, I, I, I love, I love it and hate it. Yep. I. It, but that's human beings. That's human beings. No, yes. that's that's. I don't. Yeah, I don't consider that an insult. I think that's. I think that's awesome. Um. Oh, the insult. Most of it is like, oh, you can't do it. Yeah. You like putting limitations. Yes, putting limitation. I even put on my laptop, uh, yes, you can't. Yes. Yeah. So anytime I hear someone, because you will get 
that big no. Adversity. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You will get that. No, you can't do it. No, you shouldn't do it. And so for me, it's like ha, a challenge. A challenge. <laughs> and I think too, like, um, if you can create a mindset where like nothing is impossible, because the word in and of itself in English is I'm possible. Say that again. Um. So the word impossible, impossible. I always like to say okay. like nothing is impossible because the word in and of itself is I'm possible. Like I'm like I can do anything. I you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to put that right in there. Fuck you, idiot. You can have that one. I have that. No, yeah. It's, I'm glad that you do this, Jackal, because more, this is meaningful. This is more like a conscious. Yes. And we forget that. Well, I'm grateful <laughs> to you and everything that you do. Um, what is one like funny story that your family tells about you that you'd like to share? Funny or embarrassed? <laughs> I mean, it depends. We'll go first. That my family tells about me. I don't know. Funny story. All that they they used to always tell me when I was on. So um, I grew up in a block. Yes. And I was uh the president. That's what they called me. And my mom always told me that I used to boss everybody around. But no, they were following me. That's right. Your leadership skills. Which is another thing that we've changed. Like yeah. a lot of my friends and how they parent their children, and I I think you do this with your girls too, is like, you know, they don't say bossy. They say she, she has strong leadership skills, which I it's love. The vocabulary, which yes. Which I love for like young women, right? Yes. Like. Yeah, we need to start that. So the funny story was that we didn't have a fire. What is it that, like a fire department? Yeah, yes. yes. So we said we're gonna be. Like I said I'm gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna be fire firemen. That's okay. what we're gonna do. Yeah. Fire girls. That's what we said. Yeah. And and then I say we're gonna you know take over whatever in our town. It was only one street. And then it's like there was in front of in front of my house there was like a tire place, <laughs> and then we decided to light up a tire. I <laughs> never knew. <laughs> and I said, "Well, we need fire to you know to stop the fire, and we could just get like trash or something, no, right?" No. I got a tire. Oh my god, I was so scared. All of us, there was eight of us. We don't know how to turn it off. We yeah. put. We put dirt, we put like water, we run out, and we don't have a water hole. So we're like going with buckets and yeah. everything. And finally, like, oh, we couldn't do it. And then every, the whole neighborhood came and, like, what are you guys doing? And blah, blah, blah. And we're like, we pretended to be firemen. That's right. We're all black. <laughs> that is awesome. So now I learned never to light up a tire. Yeah. And, uh, but also, like, way to go for having like a very creative. You know, yeah, imagination. Imagination. Like, yeah, that was that. We, like yeah. I tell you, we didn't have internet, okay? So we have to be creative. <laughs> Create your own entertainment. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we call it Pandi Bomberos. Oh. Which is like the gang. Sure. And the Bomberos is firefighters. Yeah. I love so, that. Like we wanted to get the world man out because we were like, well, yeah. I have Pandi Bomberos. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, okay, you're going to have to do something with that name in the future. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. going to be there. <laughs> you got to do something. Um, if you could go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, what would that be? Um, set boundaries, oh. for sure. Sure. 
and then don't be afraid to fail and don't have high expectations like be okay yeah be okay if things don't happen the way you want the way that you know you, you want. want yeah so it's like just move forward and smile more smile more oh yes I'll and you really had the most beautiful <laughs> smile like i know a lot of people which sounds really but i do so i do we know a lot of people um and that's not to say it's just we but you like every time i see you you just you're smile like lights up a room like well, your energy is contagious thank like you such, thank you I, such awesome my energy. mom told me i should get a ringtone like everybody <laughs> my brother told me that and i said well here's the thing because i smile i ask i don't know anything about science but there's something behind smiling yeah like the more you smile it's better for you yeah it brings that positive energy yes. to you just like your state just like yeah, even though you're you not know, you're going great <laughs> like oh my god the world is ended i'm going to smile that's right <laughs> i'm going to smile yes no um if you could like and this can be like going back in history or this could be currently who are three of the most influential uh, Latinas that you would like to, like, that you respect, that you look up to, that you admire? Um, well, my grandma. Yes. My mom's mom. And then my mom. And then which other Latina? Well, I like Oprah. Yes. I don't think she's Latina. Maybe she is, maybe she's not. I don't know. But <laughs> I never met her. But some uh, Mother Teresa, yeah, like that, and then um, from Mexico, I will say what, well, and that one isn't history. Yeah, that's Sor Juana. She was a nun. She was like the first one to go to university. Ah, in Mexico, and then Malinche. She was like an Aztec uh, from the tribe, but she was the first one to marry someone not from not a native. Like she will marry someone from Spain. And so there's a lot of women. Oh, Maria Felix. Yes. She's like Elizabeth Elizabeth Taylor. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. But from Mexico. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, so there's a lot of women out there in Omaha. Um, uh, like I told you, my mom, myself, I love you. Oh. And you know, and a lot of people they see this say, <laughs> Oh, you guys are sister. They say, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Did your mom grow? She impressed me. Your mom? My mom, yeah. Or yes. amazing mom. Yes. We have yes. amazing mothers. Yes. Your mom is amazing. Like, every time I say, wow, she's strong. <laughs> she's fearless. You know? I, right. I have met a lot. of. I go to colleges and marry, and there's, like, the Sisters of Mercy. Yes. All of them. There's one that is 96 years old. Ugh. So I that's inspirational. Yeah, that's inspirational. Yeah. And um I go to mass every Sunday and I, I always see them yeah. over there. And so those women, I admire them. So I'm constantly meeting a lot of powerful women. Yeah. And I think that that too is like your mindset of literally like how you're bringing those like powerful empowered women into your in attraction attraction, right? right? Like and people can like poo poo it or say whatever, but I swear, like even when I met you, it's like, you know, like mm -hmm. you will attract your people. And I think that's what I want young people to know, too. Yes. If you feel displaced, if like middle school was awkward or high school was awkward or whatever, like, you know, we all go through it. You yeah, know I mean? we all go through it. <laughs> we all know. Oh, yeah. Even as an adult, it oh, never yeah. ends. Like I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. 
and my kids start going to this new school and some of the moms are just like it feels like it's high school or something yeah. it shouldn't be they we need to stop doing that yes and yeah we, we and we are better because we creating like programs you know stuff like that because that affects everybody yeah and that's why i said we all have to chip in if you're the mom if you're the child if you're the dad everybody yeah everybody. you know we community. all have to chip in yeah yes. community yes. yeah community no more labels no more labels <laughs> um okay final question because honestly i could stay here and talk to you forever it's so much inner, like I know. Day. I was like, I'm like, I was like, are you sure we got time, girl? <laughs> we don't want to stress <laughs> out. What I did, I know. <laughs> um, but I like to ask this, and I think it's important because it's when you first wake up, that's kind of how you set your intention for the day. But what do you do, like, as a morning routine? Like, what's your morning routine look like? And is there anything kind of like special that you do? like that you'd like to share that you think has helped you like become more grounded or more peaceful throughout your day or happier. I love the thing about like smiling. Like I love yeah, the smiling oh, every time. So this is what I, um, in the morning I have to get up. Obviously. The simple, the better, you know? <laughs> yes. But um, I have kids, so I have to get them ready. So Monday to, on the weekends is like whatever. But I get up one hour before the kids, just so I can have, you know, my head some time yeah. alone, which I'm already right. But it's kind of like my me time, and I can do whatever I want. And love. It. And it can be just like take a deep breath, just roll over, just relax. I'm not looking at the internet or anything. Just like get out one hour or twenty minutes, whatever, just for myself. Just like, oh my God, I'm alive. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, like be grateful. Be grateful for that. Just like yeah. organize yourself or just take it. Just what I'm saying is that I don't do anything mm-hmm. on those twenty or one hour. Yeah. That's that's my me time. And then obviously I have to get up and take a shower. I feel good when I make my bed. Yes. yes <laughs> I love it. Yeah, me too. Because when I come home, it's like, oh my God, this is so this nice. Is nice. So I encourage people to do their bed. Yeah. I know my kids, they give me so many statistics why they shouldn't make the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, As I only need one, okay? I only That's one. good. So yeah. I will th- just take care of yourself. Yes. Take yeah. care, be mindful in mindful. that hour. Don't think about anything. Leave the present. Don't just nothing. You can just be with your eyes closed and that's it. Don't do anything. Yeah. And we need to stop doing too much stuff. Too mm-hmm. much overbooking. I just spoke with somebody about this, like overbooking or thinking that um, you know, we're not being productive enough, not doing enough. Um, you know, I want everybody to reach their passion and their goals, but rest is important too. Yeah, just not do anything as big. Yes, yes. Not do anything. I'm like, what did you do today? Nothing. Yes. <laughs> right, right. That is an accomplishment. Right, yeah. And sometimes that's okay to have days like that. Of you course. Know? Like healthy. you need days like that. That's healthy. Your body's telling you. Telling okay? you. If yeah. you're sick, it's because you need rest. Yeah. That's the best medicine. Yes. You need rest. You know, your immune system is low, whatever. You just need to, you know, just... Be by yourself uh, or be with someone you love too. It's okay. Yes. You can just be cuddling with someone or, or you can be a girlfriend too. Yeah. Just like, can we just have coffee together? Mm-hmm. 
you know that's another thing to do like and not talk about like not talk about like stressful stuff that you need to do well you can say for the first 15 minutes i allow it yeah i'll allow it (laughs) allow it i love it but it's like we need there's nothing wrong with saying the things that we're not doing well bent out yeah like why not why not why not and finding those people that you can be honest with yeah, and that will that's, that a, that's, that's another podcast. That's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, seriously, Euridia, you are amazing. Um, I'm so very grateful that you're here today. You are going to, and you already are, inspiring so many people, so many women, so many youth um, to do better, strive better, like love themselves. Um, and you're a testament. You're helping so many every single day and I'm so grateful not to only have you on my podcast but to have you as my friend so uh, thank, thank you you. and thank you. I do want to give a shout out so tell our viewers where they can find your services your business if they need translation services they need help with their immigration all of the good stuff like so for, in, uh, for the interpretation and translations they can go to our website linquaacademy.com linqua is l I N C U A and then academy.com. And they can find us on social media. We're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Instagram. My daughter wants me to be on TikTok. Yeah. I'll be there soon. I'm in soon. I thought she so managed it. She already, she, oh my gosh, she showed me that in 10 seconds. So yeah, we, you can find us on um, social media, linkwaacademy.com. And then for the immigration, it's Top Law Connect, uh, which Lingua we connect you to lawyers. If you need a lawyer, we connect you there. And then for YouTube, we're on YouTube on Juridia on air. So Juridia is Y U R I D I A on air. And then Entre Amigas, Entre Amigas. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I will share that information with you, which you need to come with. Please do. I know I'm excited. I want to yeah. come. I you can come. practice your Spanish. Yes. I can, and I'll, I'll be too. there. I'll be there. Yes. Did, did you? I did try. Entre amigas. Entre amigas. Entre amigas. See? See? I'm That's ready. all you need. I'm ready to. You only need to do one sentence and you're good. <laughs> I'll bring tequila. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, happy Cinco de Mayo. No? <laughs> yes, 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 you'll be fine. Oh, my goodness. I love it. Well, thank you so much to our viewers. Thank you for listening in. Uh, this is Jaquel Lane and Euridia Ibokwe. Signing off on Education with an Edge, we'd like to thank our sponsors, BetterHelp.com and the Nebraska Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Please remember, if you're a young person, we need your love. We need your light. Keep fighting. And until next time, we will see you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. If you have a question or just want to learn more, go to JaquelLane.com. Thanks for listening to Education with an Edge. A Huda Media Production.